This week, Tom Cruise is pulling off the wildest stunt ever in an upcoming space film. Star Trek has a canceled film that you will never see, and Netflix rolls out its ad-supported plan. Welcome back to Freeze Frame, brought to you by Strictly Casual. This is the show where we stop and take a moment to discuss all the heavily talked about news of the week having to do with movies, TV, streaming, and pop culture. I am your host, Vincent DeSantis, joined today by Whoa. Ryder Maldonado. <laughs> he reversed us. He's doing a reverse card. I don't know. I was like, oh, man, my, my brain wasn't working. And Guys, this weekend, Ryder and I was at a wedding. Oh, man. Emotional times. Was at a wedding? We're at a wedding. That's what I should say. <laughs> I said it was. Uh, it was a good time. It was tons of fun. I traveled in uh, good old Santa Cruz over there where... Uh, us was filmed so if you've seen us that's exactly where we were Ryder, you went to the boardwalk and stuff i think you need to watch the movie now yeah us is definitely on the list now to see those locations i, I think if, if you guys are marvel fans out there you can you know you know when cap and peggy are dancing at the end and they, they play that song that's been a long long time well the bride and groom played that song at their wedding and i'll tell you what tears were being shed from me i was i was looking at vince and i was like oh, they're doing it <laughs> shout out yeah shout out colton and emily it was a great wedding they're yeah. friends of strictly casual mm-hmm and all that good stuff. So that was awesome. But, Ryder, what are we doing today in episode 84? Well, ladies and gents, we're switching it up. We're kind of, you know, turning the page on another chapter here on the podcast. Uh, we're trying some new formats, trying some new stuff out. But if you're listening um, at home, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We're going to try some new stuff out. Give us a review. Let us know what you think of this, um, how we can improve, and let us know what you don't like and what we'll cut out. You know, who knows? Um, also, we have social media, Instagram and Twitter. If you guys want to follow us on Twitter, you'll see what we're doing, little events here and there in the city, hanging out together. And uh, we also have TikTok that we're hopefully going to bring back and revitalize in a new way. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Um, quote of the week, topics, kind of the shows we've been watching, what we want to catch up on. Uh, what do you want to get you into just first? just ask me because I'm behind on everything. Okay, okay. Um, well, last week's quote of the week was, uh, of course, from Back to the Future. So if you guys um, remember what it was, talking about Darth Vader and that funny quote, uh, let us know if you got it or not. Uh, And yeah, so moving on now, we got House of Dragon episode nine, the penultimate episode. Rings of Power had their finale and Andor uh, just finished a six episode arc, which I think was super solid. Um, So yeah, Rings of Power. I think I want to talk about that because the finale was super strong, super intense, twists, turns, action packed, um, the drama. I mean, man this is one of the most beautiful shows i've ever seen i mean what did you think is it yeah it's i mean i was re- i haven't i haven't finished so i don't know um I, I, yeah I'm not did done. you watch where they were in the ships leaving setting sail have you seen that one yet no that is the one that it ended on dude that was shocking because i feel like an ending of a movie you mean what that the town like that the queen rallied behind her instead mm-hmm. of rallying against her well with the That's music how it was on a dun, dun, yeah. it was like a five minute like orchestral song yeah, and they just set sail, and it goes to white shot of the whole. Well, that was Numenor. they set sail to Middle Earth. Right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was just like a dun, boom, and it just ended on a it big. It was cool, and I was like, man, it's I was definitely goosebumps. gorgeous. Yeah, it's definitely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, there's rings of power so far for me. Again, I haven't finished. Has these like big spectacle moments that I really love. I really love, mm-hmm. and, and not in an action standpoint, just like visually, like something happens, a big vista. And you're just like, wow, this is crazy. This is a TV show. Like, I'm watching this on Amazon Prime right now. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. have thought. But the second-to-second moments in Rings of Power don't capture me as much as, like, when I watch uh, House of the Dragon, 
I'm mm. locked in from second yeah. one to second ten, and they don't need to have those spectacle mm-hmm. like, or they do have spectacles, but like vista moments. Now they do have one in this latest episode of House of Dragon. It's this like over the head shot. It's completely CGI. I don't think there's a single piece of it that's like real. <laughs> yeah. But it's like over the head, and there's this like big group of people walking into the um, walking into the uh, the sept, I guess. Oh, okay. I don't know the sept, uh-huh. but whatever, wherever. Oh someone... yeah, yeah. In House of Dragon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was I don't want to spoil it, but mm-hmm. yeah, really good. There's some great moments, but it, when it comes down to it, I'm excited every single week about watching House of the Dragon. Yeah. Right when it comes out and mm-hmm. Rings of Power, I'm still excited about it, but I don't need to watch it right away. And so now I have like four episodes to binge back to back. It'll be great. I can't wait to finish it. It was funny because when this episode dropped, I I kind of felt like you when it comes to Marvel shows because I couldn't catch up to the the newest episode when it dropped the house of dragon so i hop on twitter the next day and memes are out of the episode describing oh, yeah. spoilers and i was like no what am i doing i gotta get off because you know usually no, this, it... is, this is the problem with the, with the <laughs> fandom stuff it's like i'm, yeah. I'm never going to be able to mm-hmm. escape it from marvel you can't escape it from star wars you can't escape it from anything that's <laughs> in the public eye you just yeah. can't go on social media that's just it rule of thumb mm-hmm. but can't yeah do it. this show is one of the only shows where it could just be dialogue and i'm, I'm locked in like like you said like that's, for house of the dragon yeah house of dragon yeah um, and then Andor, I, I think it was like, it's great because the sixth episode felt like, boom, it's bookend, it's done, and then now they're going to move on to another six-episode type deal, right? Yeah. But this was, man, it was it was amazing because the last episode felt like Rogue One, the movie. It felt that, that high quality. Are you talking about episode seven? Because I think I watched four, and then five was a setup, another setup episode. Six was the heist I heard. Is there one after the heist? I don't know if there's seven. I thought I thought seven drops this far. Man, I must be behind then. Oh shoot! Because I love. Wow. I don't remember. I might be behind one, but I've seen yeah. up to six after the heist. I That's think. It. I think we should. Okay, so the TV <laughs> catch-up section. Mm-hmm. I think we have to move this segment now that I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like just for the upcoming. Yeah, show, yeah. What or you for got? the upcoming podcast. I think it's too much of like. I, this is great. This is a great conversation to have on yeah. the podcast too. This is hilarious. But like, I think for people that are not watching the shows, totally uninteresting. People that are looking for the topics. Okay. Yeah. You know. That's true. I'm with you. Yeah, maybe that could be it then, and we could talk about what we're watching. It lines up yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, it was in the back of my head. I just, you're right. You're right. Good thing. Yeah. Good point. I think we should start with. It morphed. Oh. In, it's funny because it morphed into that because I don't know. Because sometimes we had big shows vid- coming up. Yeah, it would be yeah. videos that we were talking about. Like we're like, hey, we're doing watch parties, so we kind of. I it just stayed here, but yeah, now it needs to move. I, I know what you mean. Maybe we should do that with checkpoint too. Is move the what we're playing to the end instead of. At the beginning, yeah, we used to do that as like mm-hmm. a conversation starter of like, okay, that's how we like got, got into the podcast, mm-hmm. got the flow going. But just getting into, getting into the nitty gritty is kind of what people because are like. Because that's fun to me. It's like, I want to know what you're watching. Like that's, I want to hear yeah. that. That's like, I mm-hmm. feel like that's good. Mm-hmm. We're having movie podcasts. I don't want to just be news and then it's like no personality. Like, I want <laughs> yeah, to know yeah. what you're watching, what you're <laughs> what enjoying, you and what you're yeah. not. What do you yeah. like? What do you not like? So I think yeah. that needs to stay. It's just where should it be? Mm-hmm. And then the weekly wrap ups of the episodes is boring. Yeah, the week. Wait, we're just okay. Like weekly wrap-ups, you know, you know what I mean. Oh I, yeah, not no, boring, I know. But like, sorry, no, I like for people mean. that aren't watching them, like I think it's a barrier yeah. to the rest of the episode. Yeah, yeah, good point. Barrier. Good point. Let us know what y'all think. Know. That's good. Just thoughts. Just food thoughts. for thought. Food for thought. Um, yeah, you, Jumping you got you're topic. you're a Harry Potter guy. You you know right? Like no, I've seen one Harry Potter movie in my life. That's okay. it. I don't know why it's like I'm you're fake. so into Harry Potter. I'm not. In, I don't really know too much about Harry Potter, but. Uh, that's why I was in authority to you about. Wow, <laughs> we just shit on our own podcast, and then we don't like Harry Potter. We lost everybody. Oh it's over. gosh, guys, wait, 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 wait. Um, this this past week, uh, we had a passing of an iconic actor, Robbie Coltrane, 
who played, I mean, one of the most, you know, one of the iconic characters from the Harry Potter franchise. What's his name? Like, I don't remember his name. Hodor. Hodor. Just kidding. Hodor. <laughs> what? Oh, God. <laughs> no, from Game of Thrones. Unsus- they're unsubscribing to the podcast. Um, no, right? it's, uh, oh, my God. I haven't watched it. I, like Gandalf or one of those. You know what I mean? No, like, it's not Gandalf. <laughs> I know. I know who it is. Oh, Amazing my God. character. He's like the heart. You know what I mean? He, we, we know his significance. Um, no, it's, oh, my God. I'll find it. I'll find it. Daniel Radcliffe posted a quote here about him. Uh, Robbie was one of the funniest people I've met and used to keep us laughing constantly as kids on the set. He was an incredible actor and lovely man. He passed at 72. Um, rest in peace and thoughts and prayers to his family um, in this hard time. But yeah, I was like, wow, I was shocked to see that because I was like, man, didn't he? He just showed up for the, I think, the New Year's reunion they had. Mm. So, it's Hagrid. Hagrid. Great. There you go. Oh, door. Oh, the door. Just... Yeah, it was funny. I was in an elevator um, and there was people were screaming, hold the door, hold the door. And then again, I like, said, hold the oh, door. door. Yeah, sorry. Anyways. Nice. Um, yeah, Robbie Cole's reign. Rest, Rest in peace. peace. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the next move, movie news topic here is Tom Cruise is pulling off his wildest stunt ever. In an upcoming space film. We've talked about this said space film a lot of times. It's just Tom Cruise has told everybody that he's making his next next film in space. And that is not CGI space. That is, we're actually going to space. Mm-hmm. You know? So, here's what we got. Tom Cruise will be the first civilian to do a spacewalk outside of the International Space Station. BBC News Langley tells BBC News... Oh, Langley tells BBC News that Cruise plans to take a rocket up to the International Space Station, ISS. And the movie plot which Cruz and director Doug Littman pitched to her on Zoom during the pandemic, quote, actually takes place on Earth, and then the character needs to go up to space to save the day. So what I think this is going to be, this makes sense. It's not an entirely, it's not an entire yeah, yeah. movie filmed in space, mm-hmm. but there is a segment in this movie that is going to be 100% filmed in space, mm-hmm. like legit. We're, like, we're talking. He's in there. Yeah, he's in space. Yeah. He really is up there. Uh, I yeah. think Langley is um, a producer with the company, um, I want to say maybe Universal or something like that, but that she's been working with uh, some other action films, I think with Tom Cruise and stuff like that. So she's helping to push the barrier when it comes to this sort of thing. So she's, you know, helping out with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't believe it. You know, I just, I want to see, I want to see the visuals of what something like that would look like because CGI is so advanced now. We know Gravity and Interstellar looking out to windows. Is it going to look bad? Yeah. Is it going to look like? Pure blackness. <laughs> yeah. Like pure darkness. Mm-hmm. Just. Yeah, I don't know. What, like, what effect will it give us? You know, I mean, interesting. I have a feeling they'll they'll. Well, how are you gonna run tests? Like beautiful. Cam test is gonna be like, go. oh yeah, hey, next week we're flying up to the International Space Station. Bring the cameras and the kits, the lighting kits, boys. Like, let's I, do it. I feel like we're gonna get a BTS once this movie's out. Five, you know, a couple oh, months I'm sure after. It's crazy. And they're gonna yeah. be in the water testing, and they're gonna be like shooting on, in the water, practicing underwater. Yeah, because that's how they practice for space is underwater um mm. the spacewalks because water is the closest being under submerged in water yeah. with a spacesuit is the closest thing we have on earth to being in space so that'd be pretty cool they're probably practicing the tank i think nasa has like a tank that they do it yeah they're just gonna put a camera out on an arm and hook it on the oh. space station and it's just gonna be tom cruise out just there and one astronaut course. to save him just in case and that's it <laughs> oh man yeah oh my gosh can you imagine they're going to tether him to the space station Slip. and then CGI that tether out. And that's it. That's all it'll be. That's the CGI. The scene of the movie. Use. I got to go untethered. It's Tom Cruise. And you see him take off that hook. And he's just. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be something like that. He's doing a, like and that. It, oh, my God. The tension. I'll die. That'll be too much for me. Super funny. 
Um, okay, so we All have right. the clip now, and I, yep. I I say you start. You take us in. Okay, I'll do the first bullet point, and then you can take the rest. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Here we go. Ready? In three, two, one. Ryder, there is a... I'm going to restart that. I'm going to restart that. <laughs> okay. I don't want to say Ryder at the beginning. <clears throat> There's a Star Wars film that we will never, ever see. This comes right from IndieWire. Star Trek writers on the unmade Kubrick-inspired sequel they wrote for Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth. Despite the box office success of J.J. Abrams' Star Trek movies, the iconic sci-fi franchise has been exclusively focused on television for the past half decade. Paramount initially planned more sequels to the Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto-led franchise after 2016 Star Trek Beyond. With everyone from Quentin Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino to Noah Hawley taking stabs at script ideas. But none of them ever materialized, and for the moment, it appears that Trekkies have been content with the cornucopia of series streaming of of the series currently streaming on Paramount Plus. But there's more to the story, writer. Yeah, I'm surprised that Star Trek has had such a a different life with different mediums, you know, because the TV shows have been going on for on and you know, I mean, because they're so popular, you know. And I always love genre bending, especially with space movies. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'll get into when it comes to in the spirit of Marvel-induced mar multiverse madness. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's fun to ask what if. In a new interview with Esquire, that's funny. Patrick McKay and John T. Payne worked on Star Trek Beyond before crafting Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, opened up about a sequel that they made that never made it to production. Um, they wrote, sorry, we worked on a couple of Star Trek movies, to quote. Uh, the one you're asking about would have been the fourth in the franchise, reuniting Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pine. Of course, Hemsworth played his dad in the yeah. very first one for a little bit, right? Just like, yeah, flashback. Mm -hmm. Flashback, yeah. Uh, McKay said the, uh, the concept was that uh, through a cosmic quirk in the Star Trek world, they were the same age. And it's going to be a grandfather-son space adventure. Think Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade in space. Awesome. <laughs> we were really thrilled about it. Um, they worked on it for several years. It was a dream to put them together, but it fell apart, and it was really a heartbreak for us, quote, uh, Payne said. Man, that sounds, that, sound, that sounds like an idea that Star Trek it's needs. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, when we were sitting down for the Werewolf by Night like screening or whatever, mm -hmm. Ryder's in the super long drink and snack line, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting with uh, my buddy Brandon. We're watching or getting ready for the movie to start. Mm -hmm. There's guys talking behind us. They're like, why hasn't there been another Star Trek movie? And they're just they're just talking and talking. They're like, it would make so much money. Like, why not? You already have a great cast of characters. Mm -hmm. A lot of them have already said they'd be down to return and do something like that. Easy money. Like, yeah. any, there's probably so many Star Trek scripts out there that are great ideas yeah. because the Star Trek world has so much so vast, great, yeah. like, Villains so much material to pull world. from. Mm -hmm. You could create something else and it would make sense in that world. It's just so, it's, it's just rich. It's just absolutely rich. So, um... It sucks, dude. I think a Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pine mm -hmm. Star Trek movie would be awesome. That'd be very fun. I uh, I would hope that it would have the other cast of characters as well in it. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. Quinto, Zoe Saldana, like yeah, Spock, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, what would you like to see from a new Star Trek movie? Do you want to see something in the series? you want to see something new? Do you like what Paramount Plus is doing with Star Trek? All that kind of stuff. What do you think? I think when they went to like Star Trek Beyond, the third movie, they kind of got a little more weirder with it. And I think that's what, to me, Star yeah. Trek always is, is it has alien species and it has, you know, the the, the, the interactions, the, the the friendships that, you yeah. know, Spock and, and Captain Kirk have with different alien species. So when they get weird with it and they have, you know, unique worlds and stuff like that, go crazy with it, you know. But uh, a space adventure like this sounds like sounds like that would be a lot of heart with father, son, you know, and, and you can complete arcs, you know, like 
uh captain kirk had you know starting off with the first movie like he sacrificed himself for his son and now you yeah. can kind of get that mm. they can kind of close off that and sure you know still open it up to new worlds yeah. but yeah this like i said it's genre bending on the space star trek we know what it is but to ha have something new and kind of spice it up sounds enticing but we'll have to it. see for everything else bring it back star trek centered <laughs> You can say right here, it's strictly casual, because we got you with all the updates. If you want to listen to this entire podcast, you can go on podcast platforms and type in strictly casual freeze frame. It's a little yellow box. It says freeze frame. It's all movie news, streaming news, TV, all that good stuff. Uh, you can check that out. And if you want to listen to the entire video podcast, you become a member right here on strictly casual, uh, youtube.com slash strictly casual. Thank you guys for watching, and we will see you on the next one. Peace out. Good stuff. Beautiful. Cookie, cookie, milk, milk. Nom nom cookie cookie. I'm surprised that Quentin Tarantino that he wrote a script for this. Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> that he has a script for that. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was talking about it for yeah. a while. Remember that he's doing five be... films. He has one more movie. And then he's done forever. He says he's doing <sighs> ten and he's done. No, but that's so crazy though. He seems like he still has so much in him left. The the um things that were were discussed were uh Kill Bill three with um zendaya's daughter zendaya's the daughter <laughs> right uh, yeah someone's yeah. <laughs> playing somebody's daughter oh yeah and then there was the star trek movie he wanted to do a horror movie um mm. and then uh, there was one awesome. other thing that he was tossing around but obviously we have no idea what he's gonna do yeah who knows I what's know. cooking i also think he's in no rush yeah he said he's been doing a lot of writing like he wrote a book for mm -hmm. once upon a time in hollywood yeah that is like where the movie is only like 100 pages worth of the book and it's like a 300 400 page book or something mm -hmm. like that it's a way deeper story mm -hmm. um, he has a new book that just came out he's on tour right now signing for it another book another book yeah wow yeah. see i don't know he's just feeling inspired over there yep <laughs> i mean that guy can write dude he's a good writer um okay well moving on now we have uh netflix this is in time we get new pricing plans it's it's uh it's interesting Netflix yeah. is rolling out a ad supported plan and they have we have new details on pricing and content restrictions. The streaming giant announced rollout of its latest pricing tier, Basic with Ads. So this plan launches in 12 countries including the US this November and it's going to cost $7 per month. That's about 30% cheaper than a basic Netflix subscription, which is already $10 per month. Both plans yeah. allow users to stream content in 720p, but as the title suggests, the basic with ads plan will feature limited commercial breaks. <laughs> Why are we in 2022 still <laughs> offering a service with 720p? I don't, it, it's weird. It even goes into not to, you know, dip a toe and checkpoint, but video games not being 4K 60. I'm confused with just technology in general. 720, you know, quality, like we're being limited when it doesn't feel like we should be limited. <laughs> I don't. I understand there's a bandwidth thing, like mm -hmm. for Netflix to do that. Yeah, but so many people on at once. <laughs> really? Like, really? We have a. It, this should be seven dollars a month with 1080 in ads. Yeah. And you should just you should make this ten dollar tier 1080. The 720 mm -hmm. should just be wiped. Yeah. Wiped off the map unless you have a 720 only capable TV, then it only stream, streams that or something like that. You know? Yeah. I mean, most. I I would. I I thought HD now is synonymous with 1080. That's why I'm confused. It's Me like, too. It should be. <laughs> you know, you buy an YouTube, HD TV, it's just 1080. YouTube still says 720s HD, right? Or did they drop the HD off mm. to 720? There was news about that. Um, yeah. I feel like just a couple weeks ago. Not sure, but yeah, well, I'll have to check on that because I know that they recently changed their quality thing. Just nuts. Absolutely nuts to me. Mm -hmm. 
yeah uh what are the details we have here they struggled to increase its profitability due to its ever-growing content budget and the netflix sense, well hold on. yeah that's netflix, netflix has not is struggling Check to them. yeah upgrade yeah their mm -hmm. profitability um all of American consumers who were interested in subscribing to Netflix had already done so. Many observers in the industry see the launch of an ad-supported pricing tier as a potential solution to two problems. It could open up to new customer bases and lower income international markets who were previously priced out of the service. And as the streaming wars heat up in America, lower price options could provide consumers an incentive to keep Netflix along with other services instead of canceling it altogether. Yeah. Makes sense. But, Pretty fascinating. Uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I Streaming I don't is, know. Yeah, it's confusing. Like, I feel like the streaming topics, it all leads to the my point, which mm -hmm. is just, we're going to go into cable again, which is just, <laughs> right now you're paying for different stations, or in cable, you were paying for different stations, and then you paid for one package through a provider that bundled all the stations. Now, we have the, all these streaming services. It feels like the next thing is just going to be one package that bundles everything together. Because, like, I don't want to pay, even at a $6, $7 a month tier, I don't want to pay $7 a month for Netflix. Uh, it's six dollars a month for apple tv mm -hmm. seven with ads for hulu uh seven with ads for uh hbo hbo disney plus all this stuff yeah uh, yeah bundle it together well, 20 bucks disney plus, or something? disney plus well, how much is that i uh, want to say ads? that's uh i want to say ten dollars 12 around that range i think 15 dollars yeah. for no ads um amazon prime 60 dollars a year mm-hmm but when these bundles, we see that bundles are way more profitable. Like when they do ESPN and Hulu together with Disney Plus, most people uh, were going to that, like at Expo. It's only That's a couple bucks getting. more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that comes with sports packages, like with the ESPN stuff. And that's huge. That's such a big draw for people, especially when streaming services don't offer sports right now. You have to mm -hmm. get YouTube TV to do sports or Hulu Live TV, which is like extra expensive. Or you go subscribe to like NFL or whatever like on the apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting when we see like other companies too. Like I think it's on, on our another article here in the future where oh like Cartoon Network merging with Warner Brothers. Where what is Netflix is just its own entity, right? And then we have like Hulu. Yeah. Who, okay, who's with Disney? I want to start seeing some of these guys merge. That's what I'm saying. Like start merge. Like there's so so really? many. They're so separate. You know. Well, like, I don't want to see a merge because then that just creates like a monopoly on. Oh, stuff. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, see, I forgot about I that. Think, yeah. Yeah, I right. think it gets that would get bad, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's hard to weigh it's hard to weigh where your money's good or or like like you said with cable a company then is then created and saying and they go to netflix and they go to the disney and say hey put it with us one stream to rule them all that's the tagline yeah. baby <laughs> like that's what i want that's all i want and it's like a giant building and they ha it's like you pay you give us 30 what should we bucks call a the month. service oh man the the giga stream <laughs> The Giga Street. The grid. Oh, and they just go full Tron with it and you enter Tron. It's grid. like there's so much content. You're in the grid now. <laughs> oh man. It's like, oh yeah, I subscribe to this. And then it's and that would mean every other you get yeah. every service. Yeah, everything. What do you subscribe <sighs> to? Oh, I'm with the grid. And it's like I'm with grid. Oh, you you got it all. Dang. They I even give you like else is doing this idea. But it has Crunchyroll. It ha it has what yeah, crap. It's got every <laughs> YouTube everything Prime. You could possibly imagine. <laughs> Spotify, Xbox Game Pass on there, PlayStation Plus. No, I just get all crazy. Just everything. One. Okay, okay, here we go. Here's what Microsoft and Disney are together in a way because Microsoft on the Xbox, they always do Disney Plus plans. So there's synergy happening, 
sometimes. Wait, say that again. Say that again. Xbox, Microsoft, and Disney are creating a good relationship, it seems, because on the Xbox, when you have Game Pass, some of the perks, sometimes Disney Plus po pops up for perks on the Xbox to get. Oh, yeah, like a month of So there's a relationship there. Like that. Already seeing, like. Sure. That could be great. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine bundling Game Pass Ultimate with uh, Disney Plus, Plus? Stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. That'd be great. Um, PlayStation had that. Well, PlayStation bought. Um, Sony bought Crunchyroll, so people were thinking that with a PlayStation thing, you would get you would, uh, with a PlayStation subscription, mm -hmm. you would get Crunchyroll. I say, who happened. knows? I mean, that's feel yeah. like that's really early on to tell, but that would be crazy. That'd be crazy. Things like that. I see it happening. Don't know. I don't know. Um, Next up, yeah, DC is DC at a turning point? I don't know, but <laughs> we do have some news to talk about in regards to James Gunn. Might have a secret movie with DC. Dwayne Johnson flexes his Superman Black Adam. <laughs> Superman power. His Superman. I'm going to give a tease power. for, I'll just, I'll just say this. When it comes to the review, I wanted to do a Black Adam review. So you guys are getting a tagline here. When it comes to Black Adam and the hierarchy of power changing the DC universe. I hate that. The I'll hierarchy say, of yeah. power is changing. That's literally the, oh my God, I, know. I hate it so much. Yeah. So he said that so much. So my question is, you know, I pose it to everybody. Does the, does the hierarchy of power in the DC universe change? No, but probably behind the scenes it is because the rock. Are you answering your own question with this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got mean, it. But the rock, the rock is, is definitely changing the hierarchy of power in the office, DC offices. Because he is pulling some strings to bring back the DC universe, it seems like. Okay. What DC universe? A new one. Because um, did you see, so he put out a new tweet today and he was like, this is phase one of storytelling in the DC universe. And people were like, what? Like, this is the reboot. So weird. Say what it's you so want. Listen, weird. Black yeah. Adam, I think, is performing like I thought it would. And I think it's going to be so-so. 50% -so. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. Like, all right. But... IGN gave it a five, I think. Yeah. I do think it's a new chapter for DC. And we're seeing that. We're going to see that, I mean, with this article. We can... All right, well, <laughs> I'm going to rebuttal you because I know some of this okay. article. And so I'm, I'm going okay. to clap back a little bit as we go. Yeah, yeah. Sources tell THR and Gunn. Oh, sources tell uh, Hollywood Reporter that James Gunn and producer Peter Safran are in talks with Warner for a mystery movie and possibly more uh, that Gunn could tackle. Safran is already in the DC business being a producer on Shazam and its upcoming sequel as well as Aquaman and that movie's sequel. Warner had no comment, but as one insider observes, a carving of the company, sorry, a carving of the comic company's intellectual assets is happening. DC is definitely in play, says the person. How much play may depend on your perspective from inside or outside the studio. Fascinating. Now, while it isn't clear what hero or team's gun is targeting, the writer-director would focus on a second season of Peacemaker first. Woo! The studio's eyes are very much on Superman. Uh, this this sentence has so much to break down. Number one, let's just let's go here first. Yeah, Peacemaker's getting a second season. Is that confirmed? Uh, I think it is. I think James can confirm that already on his Twitter. That's happening. Okay, the plan. I never saw the first season. When you have a chance, I mean, yeah, it's it's fantastic, it but you know, like I think higher stuff on your priority list. But okay, yeah, it's definitely. Oh, worth I did the watch the first episode of The Bear, by the way, last night. Oh, yeah, really gosh, good. yeah, like that we'll one. That, that one's great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, and then the studio's eyes are very much on Superman, but this sentence makes it seem like Gunn is interested in directing Superman. I doubt it. I doubt Gunn is doing yeah. Superman, not his style. Yeah, there were some details here with him doing, um, oh, well, like you already said, my bad, like a mystery, which is like, 
don't know. There's so many rogues of villains that he could do, or super, you know, even superheroes. But well, it's like it's plethora. like saying that you know Doctor Strange is a horror movie. It's like it's something to get eyes. So it's oh like, yeah, it, you know, it's like yeah. it might have a mystery aspect to a superhero, <laughs> but it's not a mystery movie. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, yeah. Same way like Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness wasn't mm-hmm. a horror movie. Uh, we also have so the Flash two script. So this is great. Well, I just want to. Sorry, I know I'm skipping though. Yeah, I'm gonna clap. I'm gonna clap back at this. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. So the Flash two script apparently is already written with the first one still in shambles. I mean, we'll find. I, I do want to know what their plan is with Flash and how they're gonna market it. Man of Steel two, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. I mean, I don't, they said Henry Cavill's gonna come back, and and you know those of you, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll see. Wonder Woman three. That's kind of a, a treatment's already been done for that. We already know it's kind of in the works with Patty Jenkins. Uh, and then I'm sure new... there's just treatment. There's yeah. probably treatment on every superhero ever. <laughs> right, yeah, right. And then Batman, Matt Reeves is said to work on uh, a rogues gallery spinoff films, not series of characters like. Uh, what is rogues gallery? Like, um, so like the uh, villains, like Clayface and uh, Mr. Pig or whatever, with the pig guy, and like, so like rogues gallery is just like, it just means different characters. Oh, you know, like Spider Man's rogues gallery is Doc Ock and Green Goblin and and got it. Okay. you know. Um, so like different three separate films of one on Clayface, one on I think the pig serial killer, and then so just to Does build out mean... the, the Robert Pattinson universe. Weird, because yeah. I don't know if anybody wants that. Yeah, just focus on it, Batman it, too. <laughs> yeah, let's get a second. Yeah, like Take that one first. What a weird, what a weird thing. This is such a new thing too. Is instead of developing a new thing. Let's develop things around that thing, yeah. and then we'll do more of it that hopes main to thing. hype it up. But it's like, you man, they're it looking. Doesn't matter. The Batman looking. is already so hyped. It's yeah. already so. The thing to develop Batman more mm-hmm. is to do more Batman and have like more villains and mm-hmm. more things like that. I don't understand. I don't want to go see a Clayface film before yeah. I see Batman too. I, I don't want to go see in Batman. Put him yeah. in Batman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. That would be super interesting. To I don't know what sort of iteration yeah. of clayface would be because unless that, they're passionate is, unless they're passionate about the script but like uh, i think it's business sorry who cares yeah, yeah even who cares? Passionate, like i don't care i don't care about <laughs> yeah. these stories yeah okay so what were you saying i've oh. been proved wrong plenty of times by the way about that like things mm-hmm. that i don't care about being really good like andor <laughs> i i really thought that was gonna be super dumb but andor's incredible absolutely incredible uh, yeah. um writer yes. dwayne johnson says he wants to start over with phase one of black adam and all this stuff but here we are seeing shazam 2 man of steel 2 aquaman 2 is still coming wonder woman 3 this is does not seem like a new phase of anything this sounds like this sounds like a false start just like what batgirl was a false start mm. it's like it, it's not going to happen i don't believe anything i don't believe any anything that this article has to say <sighs> oh. until it actually happens which is so sad mm. but and, they're in this position for okay. me to not care you know it's so it is so awkward that's what i'll say it's awkward because of with the flash and with shazam and reshoots reshoots to change little bits and pieces here you know stuff we talked about off the pod it seemed like they had a plan and now the plan is going a whole different way but there's some stuff i'll have to talk to you about because it's it's like this is awkward it's weird what are they doing then you know i don't see black adam as phase one Mm -hmm. until until that comes to fruition. Mm-hmm. Right now, it it's just like, feels like a, a random DC movie, which is fine. I don't need it to be connected mm-hmm. to another to another universe. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. Like yeah. tr- with the whole Ben Affleck apparently we shot, or um, what's Michael Keaton in? Like, you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. Like there's a whole thing that they're like, well, we'll try this, and now they're like, 
oh black adam okay people want this okay guys let's reshoot now let's do everything different like oh my god yeah. but you got three movies in the works now you gotta reshoot so black adam's out black adam will be out this weekend i'm this so curious to see how the box office numbers will do i think it'll do okay yeah which is crazy i think i think it'll do okay yeah i think they were saying it would, it would do okay yeah box like i don't think uh, chinese theaters sold out yeah look actually 70 million under average kind of well 70 million is not bad not bad though chinese theater sold out you said it's like almost so that's how i kind of that's Ooh. how i gauge if a movie's popular by how packed theater is in that opening are you night. going are you going to the opening night i i don't have tickets for it this but Friday i night? do plan yeah. I may, may, hey let's go we can go see it if you want or saturday or whatever i'm down to see it this weekend okay i'm not doing anything mm -hmm. i'm just go. playing gotham nights when it comes out dude so oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah hey and we don't have to go try and steer. AMC Burbank is cheaper and it's closer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm down for that too. Um, but yeah, the clapback that you have, that, yeah. Is that what that we're talking That was it. About? I, yeah. I just don't, the whole phase one, let's do this. Like, oh, but these <laughs> films are coming back with new treatments and new characters. And oh, maybe this director's doing this. Maybe he's doing this. <laughs> no. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> really want to know what those, you know, we talk about it. What are those but, meetings like? <laughs> let's talk about something that is exciting Mm -hmm. af baby and that is the new creed 3 trailer which was awesome writer mm -hmm. how did you like the trailer i'll tell you man jonathan majors dude what a force he has become yeah. in this industry as an actor but then physically he has reshaped himself and i'm just i'm i'm so i, I admire him so much and his acting is just like so it's very shakespearean so i, I love him and he looks so good in the trailer <laughs> what did you think what did you think you have to watch Last Black Man in San Francisco. I will say oh, every yeah. week. I will say it every week. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, know. I don't think you could be a true Jonathan Majors fan without that movie. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Seriously. Seriously. I, the wedding took my time. It's so good. See um, if it's on streaming service. It's not, but it's on Vinity Plus. Just text me. I'll give you the login. I'll give you the login. I keep forgetting. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Creed 3 trailer was really good. I'm a little concerned on a story's perspective of like, it seems like very convenient. The trailer painted a <laughs> yeah. painted this uh, yeah. story of Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Major's friends as kids, and something mm -hmm. happens, and Jonathan Major goes to prison, and he comes back, and they're friends, and then Jonathan Major does some stuff that is yeah. like against, uh, you know, Creed, and then they fight, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I guess. But other than that, like storyline that I feel like I get already. That's the movie, okay. practically, I'd say. Who it's going gonna, gonna to be awesome. It's going to yeah. be awesome. I already know. Um, I was going to say, yeah, people were saying that the, the villain, this is the best, you know, Creed Rocky villain because of their relationship that they have. So it's like, well, yeah. imagine finding uh, your buddy. Yeah, it would be well, I'm bad. I'm sure it'll be good. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it'll be good. Ryan Coogler said he has story credits on the uh, oh, story credits yeah. at the end of the trailer, which is interesting, too. Interesting. So Yeah, this is uh, Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut yeah which is very wild happy for him good for him cool stuff uh we also got a little marvel stuff harrison ford it, it's confirmed they confirmed the deadline hollywood reporter he's playing general thunderbolt ross in uh the thunderbolts and captain america new world order so he's like going all in probably for a role he has no idea what it is god bless harrison ford <laughs> probably got a fat stack for this one um oh man he'll die he'll die uh before he finishes his marvel run <laughs> There, you don't understand. He's they casted before, another yeah. very old actor who is not in physically great shape, <laughs> and they will have to recast General Thunderbolt Ross for a third time. Before we even get to Secret Wars, 
It's not gonna happen. Yeah, man. No, I I hope yes. Harrison Ford lives Wish forever. I, I, yeah. I love him so much. Um, I, <laughs> so yeah, and whatever. they're like, dang, we gotta recast. No, <laughs> oh god. Everybody's in Marvel. Every single brother again, their brother. Yeah. They have to be. Insane. Uh, Martin Scorsese has signed on to EP. What? Executive what produce. EP? <laughs> oh, executive <laughs> produce and direct the first two episodes of a new Gangs of New York series. I have not seen Gangs of New York. Have you seen Gangs of New York? A little bit, yeah, with my parents when I was a little kid. My dad would always like hide my face, so it was very blurry because nice. sure, it's so sure, violent. Sure. <laughs> Surprised uh, doing streaming. I don't know what streaming service it'll be on, but... Yeah, interesting. So it doesn't sound very Scorsese to do that. But. This, but this is what all I need in my life. More Brendan Fraser. Man, he's, this is the comeback we all want. He's talked about uh, he'd be open to doing another mummy film. Mummy film. Uh, he says, fun. That was what was lacking in the last, parentheses, Tom Cruise's, incarnation. Yeah. Man. Did you see, this is actually pretty sad, is, uh, so The Whale is coming out in a month oh, for public wow. audiences, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Brendan Crazy. Fraser's big one, big movie. But he's also a big guy in there. Big dude. So uh, there's reports that A24 is not releasing the trailer for that until closer to the film because they think that it will be memed. Like, the trailer, once it comes out, like, people will make fun of him. Wow. Like, in the role, which is really sad. That's really sad. I feel like he's... I feel like the internet has rallied behind Brent, Brent yeah. Frazier for this. But... And, and if you see this sort of, you know, hate talk toward Brendan, it'll be like... Don't do that. I hope people will yeah. be online, like, saying, hey, you know, like, sheriffing around, like, saying, don't do that. Yeah. Just stop it, you know? Come on. The guy, yeah. he, he, did, he did nothing. He did nothing wrong. Don't, don't do I, it. Don't again, I don't know how truthful that is or not, but there was a report that was writing that, and I was like, dude, that is really sad. If that's an actual concern of the studio, that's really that's, sad. Yeah. Uh, and then, lastly, we talked about Cartoon Network is merging with Warner Brothers Animation as they continue its, quote, strategic realignment. They will retain separate labels, but development and production teams will be consolidated. Yeah. As part of their new direction at Warner Brothers. <laughs> Everybody was tweeting, Cartoon Network's dead, Cartoon Network's dead. And then the Cartoon Network official account tweeted, we're not dead, we're just merging. We're not dead. We're not dead. Dang, that's funny. Then we move on now to the quote of the week. Ryder, what do we got this week? Um, if y'all been watching, here we go. Not all those who wonder... Wander or lost. This is great. <laughs> As a hint, this is a quote straight out of the book that also went to the movie. Dun, dun, real, dun. real quote. You can go guess what that quote is from in our Discord, which is linked right underneath this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, on both, I believe it's linked on the podcast platform and on YouTube. If it's not on the podcast platform, you can go to YouTube and find mm-hmm. it that way, or on all, any of our social medias. Absolutely. We don't have to talk House of Dragon, Rings of Power, or Andor. Just I just put it there for next time. Yep. What have you been watching? Uh, House of Dragon, Rings of Power, and Andor. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. I have uh, um, uh, last movie. Okay, well, my Friday class, Cheney was sick, so I couldn't watch another movie. And then I went off to a wedding, and so I haven't watched much. I've been watching a lot of Nathan for you. Yeah. So, my gosh, guys, n- watch me cracking up in the middle of an airport, dying, because Nathan Fielder is hilarious. And... If you want more after watching the rehearsal, that show is leaving October 31st. So watch Nathan for you, <laughs> man. Yeah. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. Cause I love that. My favorite part, I'll just say the favorite, my favorite part was when he was like, I'm going to do a stunt, a magic trick where if I don't take off these handcuffs in time, a robot will pants myself, revealing myself oh, yeah, I love to that. kids 
We're it's an LAPD sheriff, yeah. and I'll be registered as a sex offender. For That's life. a great clip. I heard, I've seen that clip a lot. This is ridiculous. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, I Who finished She Hulk this week, of course, oh, yeah. and uh, Werewolf by Night. I watched for the first time this mm-hmm. week as well. I both I put both of them in my um ranking, my my Letterbox MCU ranking. Oh. And Werewolf by Night made it to thirteen. Oh wow, that's high. It almost cracked top ten. Oh. <laughs> it's sitting below Iron Man three and above Ant Man, right now. That's kind of where it's between. Yeah, and then good. I have She Hulk, which is sitting under Wandavision but above Thor: Love and Thunder, at number twenty two. That's yeah. That seems about right. Yeah, I see this. That's fantastic. Wow. That's good. Those are good, yeah. good fittings. I have And then that's it. That's all I've watched. Oh, I watched the bear last night, the first episode. That's it. Oh yeah, the bear. You gotta, you know, keep giving me updates whenever you watch it and next week and stuff, because that show the way it ends, man, it's emotional. There's a cameo of some there's an actor in there. Oh man. Mm. Chef's yeah. kiss. Literal chef's kiss. <laughs> it makes you hungry watching that show. It yeah. Oh, one more thing I have been watching actually is the chef show on netflix which is john favreau's cooking show he made after he made the movie chef Mm -hmm. and it's him and the chef that taught him how to cook all of the things in Mm -hmm. the movie and it's really i watch it before bed and it's like 20 minute episodes and i usually watch 10 minutes before i totally conk out and go to sleep so it's i'm really stretching these episodes out you know i probably only watch four episodes but (laughs) it's still like eight nights for me it's Mm -hmm. really nice it's a great way to end the day my favorite episodes, there's one where he has lunch with RDJ and Tom Holland yeah. and Feige. That one. And then also yeah, he goes lunch. to Robert Rodriguez's house. And Robert Rodriguez has like a, a pizza chef in his, I mean, a pizza uh, oven. And oh, he's cooking wait. He's cooking homemade yeah. pizzas. He's cooking like Mexican dinner, I mean, uh, desserts. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. it's such a cool episode. Because they're talking okay. about how he's like, oh, I edit the movie in my backyard. I mean, I edit yeah. here. Like, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Well, love it. There you have it, ladies and gents. New format. We're trying to do more consolidation, changing stuff up, you know, making it more organized, more fun for y'all. Just like it's more fun for us. What'd you think? Yeah. That was that was good. That was good good time, huh? <laughs> I think I think this is I think this is a much better well, flow wise uh mm-hmm. way to go. I like well, this. you know, we'll, we'll work, work on, on it. We'll yeah. work on it. Work in progress. But thanks everybody at home for listening. We really appreciate you guys. Um, every day we see more and more of you all joining the community on YouTube. It's pretty cool. We we love to see it. We love doing this. We got more content coming your way. Check out our social media. We have Twitter and Discord. You can talk to us and follow us, see what we're up to in life. And uh, have a great week and enjoy, enjoy all the content. Everything coming out. Peace out, everybody.